Welcome to Sharing the Victory from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul in sports. On today's program, host Ron Brown will visit with Michigan State basketball star Drew Neitzel, who led his team to this year's Sweet 16. He's given me the potential and the ability to put a basketball in, in the hoop, and that's my job to go out there and do it and um, you know, hopefully inspire some people and be a servant to him. And we'll hear part two of Ron's conversation with ESPN and Arizona Cardinals play-by-play man, Dave Pash. God didn't expect us to be Lone Ranger Christians. He, he wants us to have accountability and fellowship so that we can not only expand the kingdom of God, but you know, walk in, in righteousness and purity. Plus, Atlanta Braves right fielder Jeff Francoeur will be on the program. Not everything's going to go your way all the time, but you have to be willing to battle through adversity. And I think that's where you grow as a Christian. You know, most of the time you don't grow through success. Um, you know, you grow through adversity. Ready to get things started is the host of Sharing the Victory, University of Nebraska assistant football coach, Ron Brown. I'm excited to have with us here on Sharing the Victory, the outstanding basketball player at Michigan State University, just finishing his senior year, just finishing up the basketball season, Drew Neitzel. Drew, welcome to the Sharing the Victory show, and uh, thanks for being on with us. Hey, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Drew, I always enjoy watching you. You're fundamentally sound. You're able to put the ball in the hole. Uh, You have great potential. You've lived up to much of it. And uh, there's still perhaps a future for you, uh, you know, after college basketball as well. But what's it like to play on center stage in front of America on TV all the time? What's that like for you? Uh, You know, it's just an unbelievable opportunity and uh, a dream come true. I mean, growing up as a kid, you always dream about playing on – ESPN and, and all this and that, and you know I'm I'm very blessed to have uh, lived lived my dream. You know, Drew, uh, one of the areas of life that God really calls us to is poise and self-control. In fact, I, I think of a verse in Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven, where Paul admonishes Timothy, uh, a younger pastor, saying, "God has not given us a spirit of fear, but rather of power, of love." and a sound mind. And I think there are a number of translations that would translate a sound mind to self-control or poise. You fill up the basket. Uh, You're a great shooter, one of the great shooters in America. Uh, It takes poise in in many situations to be able to get off that shot, what you do on the playgrounds and what you do in practice, then to be able to translate that in front of millions watching on television and in the uh, the stands. Uh, How do you rely on God to give you the kind of poise and a sound mind to maximize the potential you have as a basketball player? Well, uh, you know, I just, I, I put all my faith in him, you know, uh, no matter what the situation is, you know, good, bad, um, you know, if we're, we're having success, if we're struggling, you know, I put put my faith in him and, and give him the glory no matter what. And, you know, he, he's given me so much and, um, like I said, I'm, I've just been so blessed with, with my career and the opportunities that he's given me. And, you know, that's my job. And you know, he's given me the potential and the ability to, to put a basketball in, in the hoop. And you know, that's my job to go out there and do it and, um, you know, hopefully inspire some people and, and uh, you know, be a, a, a servant to him and, and doing that. 
Mm. We're talking to the outstanding guard for the Michigan State basketball team, Drew Neitzel. Uh, Drew just finishing up his senior year. Who knows what holds uh, in the future for him, perhaps in the NBA and, and uh, more accolades. But, you know, Drew, you were talking about uh, your growth in Christ. How do you grow in Christ? Because it doesn't just happen automatically, just like basketball. You can't just not play basketball every day and then expect to get better. I mean, you got to get out there and, and, and put them, the pedal to the metal, so to speak. How do you do that? in your growth in Christ? I try to spend, you know, you know, whether it's, you know, 20, 30 minutes or two hours, you know, whatever I have, I try to set aside the time each day and spend time with the Lord, you know, whether it's prayer or, you know, definitely reading my Bible and just, you know, really spending time and growing in my relationship with Him. And, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to use the position I'm in to spread the Word. You know, a lot of people look up to me. I'm, I'm in a, a spotlight situation, and you know, I think God put me in this in this position for a reason. Not only to excel in basketball, but also to uh, you know, be a witness and, and spread His word to others. Drew, you know, uh, you said some powerful stuff, but one one picture that I get is that whether it's basketball, football, whatever it is, but let's just say basketball for a minute. Uh, you can't just rely on your buddies to get a pickup game when you want to work out or help you lifting weights or anything else. Sometimes they don't want to show up. That can't right. stop you, though. I mean, you're, you're still going to find a hoop to go to and work on your ball handling and, and your shooting and, and, and your skills. You're going to go in the weight room and get something done even if no one else wants to show up. And I think so many uh, people, particularly young people, are trying to rely on their friends to get them through spiritually, but there has to be an individual ownership that I will not be denied today of my growth in Christ. Is that the kind of aggressive mentality that you take to the table in your relationship with Christ? Definitely. And, uh, you know, there's always going to be ups and downs, you know, just like, you know, for me, you know, even with basketball, there's going to be some days you don't want to go to the gym, but... You know, deep down inside, you know, you got to have that that goal in mind of what you want to achieve, and and you got to you got to know that you have to do it. And you know, that's the same with with your relationship with God. You know, there are always some ups and downs. Um, it's not always going to be perfect. Where, you know, you you're great. You know, you're reading your Bible, but um, you know, you just got to pray. You know, and and God, that God, it happens for a reason. I mean, God challenges you in ways. You see how strong your faith is in Him, and hmm. uh, it's challenging you to, to see how much you believe and, and how much you put your faith into Him. Well, Drew, I'll tell you what, you've been a, a very familiar name, and uh, I'll tell you, as I listen to these announcers talk about you and how you play, I know you have inspired many, many on your team, many who are Michigan State fans, but certainly now across America, many who are fans of the Lord Jesus Christ because of your bold witness for Christ. And I want to thank you for that, and thanks for joining us today on Sharing the Victory. Oh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share my faith and my belief, and um I just want to encourage everybody to, uh, you know, continue to improve their relationship with the Lord. He's awesome, and, you know, he's going to get you through everything. Amen. Well, this is Drew Neitzel, the outstanding guard for the Michigan State Spartans, one of the great players in America. Thanks, Drew, for being with us on Sharing the Victory. Drew is a fascinating guy. Man, I love him. We're going to have him back next week because we got a whole lot more to talk about. And I enjoyed talking to him about what it is to be a racial minority in the game of basketball. 
As a white guy, Drew Neitzel was teased a lot about whether he'd be able to make it in major college basketball. He has some interesting things to say about that next week. When we return, we'll hear from one of the rising young stars in baseball, Jeff Francoeur of the Atlanta Braves. You know, it's something that I enjoy is, is being able to be open about my faith and talk about it because that's something that's the most important thing in my life. This is Sharing the Victory, the national radio show from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, the heart and soul in sports. For supporting Sharing the Victory Radio in the month of April, we want to send you the FCA Pocket Size Bible as a thank you gift. For a suggested donation of $25 or more, we'll send you the Holman Christian Standard Bible Translation in leather binding that is gently embossed with the FCA logo. It's our gift to you when you make a donation this month of $25 or more to Sharing the Victory Radio. You can give by calling 1-866-STV-5031 or give online at sharingthevictory.com. FCA Camps, a time of inspiration and perspiration for athletes and coaches who want to reach their full potential. The beauty of camps is you see the light bulb go on, like God doing a transforming work where for the first time, sometimes these athletes actually see an opportunity to worship God on the playing field. It's time to get focused and pursue the prize. Log on to fcacamps.org. That's fcacamps.org. that you could be with me today for sharing the victory. I'm Ron Brown, your host. It's time for FCA Across America. Jeff Francoeur, the right fielder for the Atlanta Braves, is one of the rising stars in the game of baseball. He had a busy offseason. Not only did he get married, but he also spoke at the Greater Augusta, Georgia FCA Home Team Banquet. He was interviewed by local FCA board member Scott Scudini. Now, Jeff, uh, your faith plays a big part in your life. You, you speak it, you live it. Share with us why the Lord plays such a big role in your life. Well, I think for me personally, you know, I, I can sit up here and, and truly say that, you know, I've messed up a thousand times and I'm a sinner. And I think the, the number one thing that it goes back to is God's grace and His forgiveness. And I think that that's, we don't say that enough, is, is the grace of God to, to forgive you of your sins, to wipe the slate clean, um, you know, send His Son on the cross. You know, for me, that, that kind of means the world. And, and you don't really, you know, I, I committed my life to Christ in 10th grade, but you don't really... You know, realize that kind of stuff until you start becoming a daily relationship with them, having quiet times to, to get in the Word, having prayer times in the car to do whatever. But it's about, you know, staying committed. And, and like I said the other day, it was so funny when I was in high school, I think I had such an, even my first couple years of pro ball, it was such a, you know, God, if you let this thing good happen to me, I promise you I'll give you the praise and the glory. And it was almost like, you know, I was inviting God to come on aboard my little train and, and take a ride with me instead of, you know what, God, whatever you want me to do, I'm willing to go on your train and do whatever you need to do. And I think that that's how I've kind of have, I kind of attacked it now. And, you know, whatever he's got day to day, you know, it says that, you know, in, in Matthew uh, 6, what I was talking about a little earlier too, but it says, you know, that each day will bring enough worries for itself so don't worry about the next day and I think that's how I've kind of taken it you just go day by day and it's a it's a grind and it's a journey but it's a lot of fun and you know it's something that I enjoy is, is being able to be open about my faith and talk about it because that's something that's the most important thing in my life on your batting glove is written uh, Joshua 1-9 can you tell us a little bit about that about why you have that on your batting glove some of you might have heard this last year but I was hit in the face uh, in high A in Maryland and I was in the hospital and had to get surgery and 
I was, like I said, so mad at God at the time because I had everything planned out and I was going to move up to double A in a couple days and get a chance to experience that. I remember mom coming to the hospital every day and she was trying to read the Bible and doing I wanted nothing to do with that. I was so mad at God. I feel like he'd messed up my career. And all, all I remember is every day she would read Joshua 1 9, which says, Have an act commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be discouraged or afraid, for I am the Lord your God and will be with you wherever you go. For me, after a while, it kind of stuck. And I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, you know what? I'm going to be okay, and God's going to take care of me. You know, he's going to give me what I need. You know, I think that that was, for me, a big step in, in my faith and where I wanted to be is because of the sole fact that I was able to realize that, you know what? God does have a plan, and he's going to be there for me. And, you know, not everything's going to go your way all the time, but you have to be willing to battle through adversity. And I think that's where you grow as a Christian. You know, most of the time, you don't grow through success. Um, you know, you grow through adversity. That's why I try to just put the batting glove on. So when you throw it out to a kid, sometimes they can maybe just see it and go home and read the Bible and, and maybe get a perspective of what I feel that I try to live by every day. Like it or not, you are a role model, and you're a tremendous role model for the youth in the, uh, of America and the youth of around, around Georgia and Atlanta, and, uh, and we thank you for that. Well, we, we really do. And it looks like you embrace that. Well, Does he not? <laughs> You know, it's like, it's like anything. I think for me, it's so great because I was, you know, I was, a, I still am a kid, I guess, but I was a kid myself <laughs> like 10 years ago. So, you know, I came to the stadium watching guys like Smoltzy and Sid Breen and those guys and always idolizing these guys. And, you know, when I got up, those guys took the time to invest in me the first couple of years and really kind of lead me. And so it's one of those things that, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the chance to be able to do the same and, and use whatever platform, as I said, that God puts out there. I'm going to try to run with it. That was Jeff Francoeur of the Atlanta Braves being interviewed by local FCA board member Scott Skadeen at the Greater Augusta, Georgia FCA Home Team Banquet. Next up is a guy making his second appearance on our program. I had a great conversation a few weeks ago with broadcaster Dave Pash, and I want us to hear from him again because coming from a Jewish background, the Lord has given him some wonderful insights about what it is now to be a Christian. Jesus died for all mankind, regardless Mm. of where they live and what their background is. Don't you touch that dial. It's going to get deep right here on Sharing the Victory. Hi, this is Mark Aradnik, FCA State Director for North Dakota. FCA would like to congratulate Coach Mike Berg of Central High School in Grand Forks, North Dakota on being named the NFL High School Football Coach of the Year. Not only is Mike Berg a faithful FCA huddle coach at Central, he also was the head football coach for 28 years, leading Central to 16 playoff appearances and a 2005 state title. From all of us at FCA, thanks, Mike, for your dedication and service to the Lord through the vehicle of sports. For working out or going to the game, for every occasion, FCA has clothing that feels comfortable and also allows you to honor God when you wear it. Whether you're male or female, an athlete, coach, parent, or fan, you want to show you support the heart and soul in sports. And, of course, Bible devotionals, worship CDs, and posters are also always available. To order online, go to fca.org and click on FCA Gear. Again, go to fca.org and click on FCA Gear. Rolling, 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 rolling. Sharing the victory is rolling on. Hi, I'm Ron Brown. As I mentioned earlier, I visited with sports broadcaster Dave Pash a few weeks ago. Dave really loves the Lord. He's a strong Christian guy. And what is unique about him is that he grew up in a Jewish background. With that in mind, here's the second part of my interview with sportscaster Dave Pash. Dave, do you think that young Hebrew boys uh, 
maybe like the apostles and Paul and Peter and John, these, these young men were, were brought up in the Jewish faith. Do you think that they, when they came to Christ, had an advantage when it came to understanding the Old Testament scriptures and how they really pointed to the cross? Do you feel like you were in that realm as well, let's say, compared to like a Gentile like me? Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, I was probably more like you, Ron, and I think you know, it's a shame, but that's kind of where we are. Uh, I think that's kind of in a lot of ways. You know, certainly there are plenty of Jews who, who are believers in, in Jesus Christ, but you know, obviously there are more that, that do not than, than those that do. And I know I wasn't really, I was taught about Old Testament stories, but, you know, we didn't study prophecy. We, uh, you know, didn't quite understand, you know, the things of the law and how they, they pointed to Christ. And you know, the apostles didn't either. I mean, let's keep that in mind, that right. you know, they didn't understand that the Christ was supposed to rise from the dead, that he was supposed to be crucified and rise from the dead. And once they were, uh, you know, filled with the Spirit and, you know, understood who the Messiah was, I, I think, you know, then because they had that Old Testament background, they, they did have a better understanding. It was like, aha, that's what that meant. Uh-huh. That's what that pointed to. And without having that, uh, any of that background... Uh, it, it's just you're just coming from somewhere totally different, and I think we see that uh, with how certain things are written in the Bible, how Matthew writes his gospel, how the Holy Spirit used Matthew as opposed to how the Holy Spirit used Luke. I mean, they're written very differently. You look at the language, for example, uh, in in the Olivet Discourse, where Christ is talking about the destruction of the temple and what's going to happen to first century Jerusalem. And the language is very Jewish in Matthew, and it's different in Luke, just because, again, the audience is different. And I think that just speaks to how, you know, we as unbelievers, we just, we just can't fathom God and just how great His love is and just His majesty, and that, you know, He wants all men to be saved. He's not a racist. He's, you know, He's not about uh, trying to pick uh, people that are good. It's about, you know, God has, you know, Jesus died for all mankind, regardless of where they live and what their background is. We're talking to Dave Pash, play-by-play announcer for ESPN. Dave, uh, are you still sending out uh, devotionals, maybe through the email, to fellow commentators? Because I was struck by what you just said. God wants all men to be saved, and and I've seen that passion in you for fellow broadcasters. Is Is that something that you're still doing, sending out devotionals? It is, and it's interesting. God continues to add to that list, and a lot of times I'll get emails from other guys on the list saying so-and-so wants to be on the email list. And, you know, frankly, I, I don't know whether some of these guys that, that are adding to the list are Christians or not. So, you know, it, it, I'm prayerful, very prayerful about, okay, how do I want to write my next one? Because you want to provide people that are believers on that list with, with meat and encouragement, but at the same time, you don't want to just go over the head of, of those people who are either new believers or not believers at all. And I, I do know for a fact there are some on there, on that list, who are, who are non-believers. There's a, there's a Mormon on the list. There are a couple of uh, guys who are, who are non-Christians uh, on that list. And so I'm very careful about how I write. I want to speak the truth, but at the same time, I, I don't want to drive these people away. God has brought them to the point where, you know, I assume they're reading these. And, and so I'm just very prayerful about, you know, how I go about handling them because I want to glorify God and and how I do it. 
Dave, you've been so informative, and as usual, you intrigue me, and um, and I just appreciate your heart and your love for the Lord Jesus Christ and your fellow broadcasters, and uh, and just your service, and and just the talent that God has given you it really is reflected in in how you do the ball games. And we want to thank you for that service, and thank you for being on our show today. Well, I appreciate it, Ron, and I, I think you know the other thing, just to to add to what you were saying there about you know our athletes and you know all of us. Uh, and maybe them especially because of the, of the number of temptations they face. You know, we all need accountability, and that was one of the reasons, you know, why I, I felt God was leading me to do this monthly email, was to, to bring about Christian fellowship and accountability. Because when we have that accountability, I mean, God didn't expect us to be Lone Ranger Christians. He, he wants us to have accountability and fellowship so that we can not only expand the kingdom of God, but you know, walk in, in righteousness and purity. That was ESPN and Arizona Cardinal play-by-play man, Dave Pash. Hey, would you do me a favor? Would you continue to pray that God will continually use Dave in mighty ways in the sports broadcasting world? Before we move on, I want to give you this reminder. During the month of April, we want to give a special gift to everyone who makes a donation of $25 or more to Sharing the Victory Radio. It's an FCA pocket-sized Bible. It's leather-bound, embossed with the FCA logo. It's a Holman Christian Standard Bible Translation. With a suggested donation of $25 or more, we'll send you the FCA pocket-sized Bible. Just make a donation on our secure website, which is sharingthevictory.com slash radio. You can also donate over the phone Monday through Friday, dialing this number, 1-866-STV-5031. Thanks for your support. FCA President Les Steckel is up next with Coach's Corner. He'll be talking about one of his favorite books of all time. You're listening to Sharing the Victory, FCA's national radio program. Sharing the Victory is more than just a radio program or magazine. Sharing the Victory is available 24 hours a day at sharingthevictory.com. At sharingthevictory.com, you can click on radio and listen to the program online or subscribe to the podcast. There's also articles, testimonies from athletes and coaches, and a place for you to submit story ideas. You can also download Sharing the Victory wallpaper for your computer. Check us out online at sharingthevictory.com. That's sharingthevictory.com. Join us next weekend on Sharing the Victory as host Ron Brown visits with Michigan State basketball star Drew Neitzel. You know, I think God put me in this position for a reason, not only to excel in basketball, but also to uh, be a witness and, and spread his word to others. Former Major League Baseball player Sal Bando and FCA's health and fitness expert Jimmy Page. We eat more food with less nutrient value than anybody else in the history of the world. Make a point to listen next weekend to Sharing the Victory. Glad you're back with us on Sharing the Victory. I'm Ron Brown. It's time now to check in with former NFL coach and the current president of FCA, Les Steckel. In addition to the Bible, of course, there are a number of books that have been especially memorable and influential in my life. And I suspect that you've also had some very meaningful books that continue to draw you back to them. Today and over the next several weeks, I'd like to share with you what I learned from a couple of books that will always stand out in my mind. The first of these books is titled, Halftime. I know it sounds like a sports book, but it's really not. It's so much more. Halftime is subtitled Changing Your Game Plan from Success to Significance. The author, Bob Buford, is an amazing man. 
After his father's death, when Bob was only in the fifth grade, Bob had to become the man of the house. It was not easy for a young widow with three small children, but Bob's mother taught him determination and how to achieve success. Bedtime stories were not from Dr. Seuss, but his mother taught him how to read balance sheets and understand advertising sales strategies. At 14, Bob Buford decided he wanted to become a TV executive. And a few years later, he became one of America's most successful cable TV executives. For Bob Buford, like for many men, achieving business success became an exhilarating ride. Yet, in his early 40s, Bob Buford found himself surprisingly unfulfilled despite his successes. His faith in Christ was the most important element of his life, and he knew what he believed, but he didn't know what he planned to do with what he believed. Bob began to wrestle with what he wanted to make of the rest of his life. How did he really want to be remembered? Was his work really the center of his life and identity? Isn't that really a question all of us men and women have faced or will face in midlife? Bob Buford likened the first half of a man's life to be the hunter-gatherer stage. It is when we do our best to provide for our families, pass on our values to our children, and grow our careers. Whether we recognize it or not, it is a period where we are proving to ourselves and others that we are capable of achieving success. As Buford puts it, the first half of life has to do with getting and gaining, earning and learning. I smile when I speak to audiences around the country for FCA and mention that today men are consumed by desires to buy things they don't need with money they don't have to impress people they don't like. Wouldn't we all agree? Sometimes that happens. The second half of life becomes a time more of living beyond the immediate and investing your time in service to others. For many of you, your career is probably by now established. Your children have moved out of the house, but your energy and creativity are still flourishing. As Buford's subtitle describes, your game plan is about to change from being driven to success to seeking real significance. This is something I've truly experienced, and maybe you are too right now. If not yourself, maybe your spouse or a coworker. Bob Buford's book, Halftime, has been an enormous aid to me, and I invite you to join me the next several weeks as I share some specific ideas that will help you and those you know who are looking to God to experience their own genuine significance. I'll look forward to talking with you again next week. God bless. Thanks for hanging out today with us. we got a great program again next week. I'll have part two of my conversation with Michigan State basketball star Drew Neitzel. Also, FCA's health and fitness expert Jimmy Page will be with us. He's going to be talking about a very major problem in America today, childhood obesity. And in our Where Are They Now segment, one of my all-time favorites of that flamboyant Oakland Athletics baseball team from yesteryear, that great third baseman Sal Bando will be with us, giving us an update on what Jesus Christ is doing in his life today. Remember, there are two ways of doing sports, God's way or man's way, and you got to make a choice. Which will you choose? From all of us here at Sharing the Victory, have a great week. Love up on the Lord Jesus Christ, because I know he's loving up on you. We welcome your feedback about the program. You can go to our website at sharingthevictory.com slash radio. 
you'll find a place to submit your question or comment. You'll also find a place to listen to past programs and subscribe to the free weekly podcast. Sharing the Victory is a listener-supported program. Your financial support makes all the difference. With that in mind, when you make a suggested donation of $25 or more during the month of April, we'll send you a thank you gift. The FCA Pocket Size Bible. You can give online at sharingthevictory.com slash radio, or you can make a donation over the phone during the week by calling our toll-free number, 866-STV-5031. That's 866-788-5031. Thanks so much for listening, and make plans to join us next weekend for Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul in sports.